Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. Today is Monday, March 15, 2010, and this is episode number 61 of Purple Mafia, which is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening to this show, as always, and I thank all of you that have been loyal and stuck with things despite the fact it's the off-season and despite the fact uh, free agency sucks right now. It really does, but... uh, a lot of you listeners have stuck around, and I appreciate it. There's been a little drop-off just because it's the off-season. I'm sure those of you out there that have gotten a little bored during the off-season will come back. But uh, the most loyal listeners, thank you always for sticking around. And uh always like it when people call in. And Anthony from L.A. did make a call-in. Now, this call-in was meant for the previous show, yet it still applies, obviously, to pretty much every single thing I'm going to talk about. So... Because it's the off season, and of course, you know, regarding uh, certain positions on the team, certain players, and a mistake that he caught. <laughs> I'll get to that caught that I made on the previous show. It was a mistake. I literally like said the wrong name, so it sounded bad. Basically, <laughs> I was criticizing the wrong person because it came out wrong. Yeah, we'll get to that in a couple seconds here. Um, about a two minute call. Very, very cool, Anthony. Keep calling in, by the way. Uh, but that's the idea. Yeah, I mean, I'd like all of you to please call in as much as possible. 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. Um, well, of course, today we're going to continue the free agency talk. And as mentioned, a little more of that position talk, uh, a little bit of draft. A little bit of draft we're going to hint to as well. Uh, basically, the call-in from Anthony from L.A. absolutely helps carry this show today. It, it really does because it's uh, it applies to virtually everything that... There is to talk about right now regarding the Vikings. Except, unfortunately, that doggone running back position because Chester Taylor disappeared. Yeah, the number two running back. Yeah, Chester Taylor, a guy who's, you know, a capable number one quarterback and the best third down back in football. Ladanian Tomlinson. J-E-T-S. Go Jets. As Mike Tice would probably say something like that. Yeah, he's going to Broadway. He is uh, heading to East Rutherford, New Jersey. To ball with the New York Jets, and um, we're going to, of course, talk about that today, which leaves us with a Brian Westbrook, I guess, and they're not all too excited about the possibility of him, so that's the biggest name running back left. There's Justin Fargus, uh, and it gets a little bit thin. It, it, it really does, uh, and of course, and uh, excuse me, Anthony Elbert Young. Elbert Young is a guy that... Uh, Brad Childress believes could take over that role. We'll see. We'll get into that as well. But um, as mentioned, well, let's just get to that call right now, and we'll get on with the show. 
Hey, Joey, this is Anthony from L.A. Um, just listened to your State of the Union address. Uh, sorry I didn't call in before that. Uh, totally slipped my mind. Next time you do one of your shows, let me know, like a day before. Send me a little Facebook message or something. That way I know uh, I can call in, mention something. But uh, I wanted to talk about uh, real quick with the uh, the draft coming up and some free agents and uh, far. But uh, with the draft, I think that I think the first two picks are going to be quarterback wise. I mean, not not the first two picks will be quarterbacks, but the first two quarterbacks taken: Sam Bradford and and uh, the the young guy from uh, Notre Dame, Jim Clausen. And I think that Tebow and McCoy would will might possibly fall. To where the Vikings are, maybe. Uh, I'd rather go with McCoy. He's more pop, pocket passer. Uh, I'd like to stay with that route, seeing how far it did this year. Um, see, defensive backs. Uh, what do you think about this? If uh, Benny Staff stays in purple, and I would like to see this happen. Keeping Benny Staff, making him possibly a starter throwing Antoine at the strong spot and Cedric Griffin, which I think had a huge year. Uh, I disagreed with you a little bit uh, when you said that you weren't sure if he should be staying or starting. I think that's what you said. Uh, you know, correct me if I was wrong. And uh, I think that he had a great year. I think that he shut down Ocho Cinco and other players, too. I really didn't see him get burned that much at all, I don't think. Uh Hopefully he comes back. You know, uh, I'll talk to you later. I'll call in. Uh, give me a give me a message, and uh, we'll do this again. And I thank you for that call, Anthony. A very, very well done call right there. Very knowledgeable caller is Anthony. Very knowledgeable about the National Football League and the Minnesota Vikings. Appreciate it very, very much. Real quick, though, before I comment on what was said, and I have my, my replies here, um, got to mention real quick that Purple Mafia does have a Twitter account. We do have a Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show, twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show, and also a super-duper quick announcement. Uh, Purple Mafia now has a Facebook uh, group. There's a group on Facebook. Simply type in Purple Mafia Minnesota Vikings. Type that in. That's probably what will pick it up. Facebook's a little funky sometimes, um, so type in Purple Mafia Minnesota Vikings and it should come up, and please do join, please do join, and of course the the wall comment on there, and I'll read what, uh, I'll read on there, as well, uh, Cedric Paulding also had something to say, so we'll talk about him, and, and Dylan Richardson, who's the executive producer on sportsstuff.com. so that's another way to reach me here, and you can hear uh, what, you can, I, you can be a part of the show basically by that, and it's uh, it's really cool stuff. So now I'm going to get to the call here before I just keep rambling on about stuff that some of you might not want to hear. You just want me to talk about the Vikings and not the groups. Now, first of all, about, yeah, yeah, letting you know to call in. Yep, I'm, I made sure I did that this week on uh, Facebook. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to keep in touch with, with the Anthony from L.A. on that. And those of you out there also, I generally do record this show on Monday afternoons. I try to keep a schedule because of the other two shows, Tim Rolls Explosion and Brave the Wild. I tend to do an... Tuesday and Friday, Timberwolves Explosion Tuesday and Play of the Wild Friday. So I try to keep a schedule just to keep things organized. Um, 
And, of course, during football season, Monday's perfect. It's usually the day after or, you know, Sunday or Monday. That's how it works. And then, yeah, the other two I tend to have one day back sometimes, maybe Thursday or Monday for Timberwolves Explosion and Brave the Wild. So there's that explanation. Um, also on that, that whole quarterback deal with, with the draft, yeah, the Vikings, of course, as I mentioned in previous shows, do need to look at a quarterback possibility in the first two rounds. And, yeah, that's what he meant, you know, obviously by not two quarterbacks. He meant two possible quarterbacks in one of the first two rounds, um, Tim Tebow or Colt McCoy. Now, I also made a mistake on a previous show saying Tim Tebow was from Texas. Now, I got it mixed up with Colt McCoy because I'm just it, – it happens. When I'm on air, sometimes it just comes out wrong. And guess what, folks? That's what happens when you're a one-man show. It's not like I have a co-host that's going to correct me or a producer behind me or whatever with, you know, that's going to be in my ears saying, oh, oh, you know, fix that. You, you meant, uh, uh, Tim Tebow from Florida. So yeah, it's just one of those honest mistakes. So now, yeah, Colt McCoy, I can see where he would be a better fit in terms of the pocket passer. And yeah, that does work better for the Vikings in the mainframe of things. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I do think, I, I actually think there's a legitimate chance both of them will be available when the Vikings pick. Uh, lots of mock drafts have Tim Tebow and McCoy slipping down in that, down into the second round, believe it or not. Um, pretty good thoughts. I, I'm, I'm not the hugest college basketball fan, so I'd like, I'd like to be able to tell you which one I like more than the other. Uh, I, I just hear a lot about both, the, the goods and the, the good things and the flaws. Some people like Tim Tebow. They think he's, you know, the, one of the next good players in the NFL, a guy from work and other people all over the place on the radio and all that. They think he's going to be great. Other people think he's going to be, uh, <laughs> they think he's going to be the next, uh, Brady Quinn, basically, with what he's been so far. We're going to talk a miniature thing about him as well. Nothing major, just a blip in the news, since he's not that big of a name yet, <laughs> the way he's gone. And, uh, yeah, Colt McCoy, you hear things about injury prone. You hear things about, He's good. You just hear back and forth, but um, I'm, I'm definitely going to take your word from it there, uh, Anthony, that uh, Cole McCoy could be a nice quarterback for this team. And, hey, if one of those two guys is available with that 30th pick, I really, 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 really consider that. And I mean, absolutely. Otherwise, the possibility of taking a cornerback, the cornerback from Michigan, uh, his name is escaping me right now. I said it on the previous show. The cornerback from Michigan, I would not mind doing that either. The Vikings do need depth at that position in the biggest way. So now, perfect segue to the defensive backs, which is another part of the conversation. Uh, I've been talking about defensive backs extensively during free agency, <laughs> during this offseason, because of the health of certain players. Uh, yeah, you got Cedric Griffin. Um, you got Benny Sapp. And now Benny Sapp did stay, which was a part of the call. Uh, he was hoping that Benny Sapp would stay. And I was too. You know, For one, you absolutely have to keep this guy then you have the possibility of Benny Sapp starting. Yes, right now Benny Sapp absolutely would start, and at the sa- and at the same time, I think he's a pretty. I think he's a good enough cornerback to be a starter on uh, several teams in the NFL right now because he absolutely has been on the uptrend the past year and a half. He he really has. Um, he was originally brought in as a nickelback two years ago. Got beat out by uh, Gordon, and then. Uh, Gordon's no longer with the Vikings. <laughs> was no longer with the Vikings last year. We thought that Jared, uh, Jared, I keep doing that, and I just, you know, see, see, yeah, Jared Allen is not a cornerback. Good thing I usually catch that one though, because that's a little bit easier. 
Asher Allen. A lot of people thought that he was going to be the next Nickelback on the Vikings and that Benny Sapp would be the fourth guy. Benny Sapp is a pretty uh, confident individual who wants to continue to improve. He's a very, he's got a big, big heart, and I really like him. And uh, he really wants to get better, and he ended up winning that job in a big way by working his butt off. And uh, obviously he started in Antoine Winfield's uh, injury issues with that Liz Frank injury. That's a fracture in the foot area. That is just, uh, it's one of those things that can really screw up a defensive back. Um, because you're trying to cover people, and <laughs> when you have issues with a Liz Frank, the angles are going to be big-time problems, especially at the cornerback position. So, yeah, the idea of moving him to strong safety, absolutely. Absolutely, I support the idea of moving Antoine Winfield to strong safety. Now, actually, the guy I meant, I was going to say it was Asher Allen shouldn't be a starter. I meant Tyrell Johnson. Tyrell Johnson is not really a starter to me. That's who I meant. Um, yeah, Asher Allen absolutely is not a starter. Now, that came out as Cedric Griffin, and I apologize for that. That is that is not who I meant. So, good good catch, Anthony, on that one. <laughs> I did not mean Cedric Griffin. I think he is wonderful. I think he's a wonderful cornerback. It just totally sucks about that ACL injury on the kickoff return. Um, ah, man, yeah, it, 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 it just it totally sucks, and you, you never know how, people, how those defensive backs are going to come back. Uh, that sounded kind of funny, but you get the idea. Uh, mobility, obviously, in the def- at cornerback or safety or whatever, is just like it's it's paramount. It's absolutely paramount, and you hope and pray to God that uh, Cedric Griffin comes back nicely from that injury. So no, I did not mean Cedric Griffin should not be a starter. <laughs> it's unfortunate that he won't be right away because of the injury. Obviously, he won't be playing. But um, I meant Tyrell Johnson should not be a starter. The uh, the free safety for the Vikings. And, of course, Medea Williams should not be a starter either. I've had a couple of minor arguments with people on that one. Medea Williams, to me, is really bad. He really is. I think he's a bad player. Uh, all he does is hit people hard. That's what he does. That's all he does. So did Corey Fuller. He hit people hard. That's about it. Oh, goody. He hit somebody really hard. He's a, he's a pro bowler, man. He could, because he can smack people in the face. That's, that's great. Um, so that's my comment about, about that. Um, so that's the mistake. It came out wrong. I'm going to try to be more sharp <laughs> as much as possible. I try to be sharp all the time because sometimes it slips because there's like 99 players, you know. Well, yeah, technically 53, but you get the idea. I'm just exaggerating intentionally. Uh, names just come out wrong, especially Jared Allen, Asher Allen, stuff, stupid things like that, despite the fact they play different positions. Um, but enough of me rambling about myself. It's about the team here. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that was an awesome call-in. I hope you keep calling in, Anthony. It'd be uh, terrific. And I'm going to make sure to keep in touch with you on calling in. Uh, yeah, and generally, as I'm going to keep saying, Monday afternoons. So usually I would recommend to try to call in, for you listeners out there, call in by, I'd say, Saturday-ish. Call in by Saturday at the latest. So, like, from right now, like Monday, whenever you're listening to this, I'll just say as far as right now, Monday-ish, to Saturday if you want to be on the next show. Otherwise, it just might possibly have to lap into the next show, and I apologize for that. It's because the call, the file goes to Dylan Richardson, our executive producer, and then I, uh, you know, I'm at the mercy of when he's home or whatever, or when he's able to get to that email, and then send it to me. It's just, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. He's a human being. He's not always home or whatever. He's busy with something. That's just how it goes. It's kind of a, it's a three man deal from from you to Dylan to me. So. 
and that all has to occur before the show is recorded. So again, I would say Saturday-ish at the latest is recommended if you want to be on the next show. So you get the idea right now. That means this coming Saturday if you want to be on episode number 62 of Purple Mafia. So there you go, everybody. 209-736-7877. Well, (sighs) the news continues to happen, and the Vikings have signed a kickoff specialist. That's the extent of the Vikings, the former gopher, Lloyd. He's a kickoff specialist. That's it. Now, that helps with field field position, not field goal position, but field position. And uh, the Vikings need field position all the time. That wouldn't have hurt in previous games this past season. It sure wouldn't have. Uh, lots of interesting stuff kind of floating around the NFL. Before I get to LT, LaDainian Tomlinson, God rest his uh, career with the Vikings. That sucks. Uh, a couple of deals, though. The Cleveland Browns getting rid of both of their quarterbacks. How about that? Derek Anderson, gone. Let go, possibly heading to the Arizona Cardinals or the Seattle Sea Chickens. Um, he'd be backing up, of course, Matt Hasselbeck, who's aging and injury-prone but less likely to get a chance to start there because of Matt Hasselbeck being there. And, of course, the Sea Chickens are not. They don't have the offensive firepower as the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, Brady, Brady Quinn, excuse me, get to him in a second. Uh, Derek Anderson has a legitimate chance to become a starting quarterback again. He's made mistakes. He's just He doesn't really have it through the between the years as much as he has skill. But with an offense like the Arizona Cardinals do have still, even without uh, Anquin Bolden, yeah, if I were Derek Anderson, I would strongly consider the Arizona Cardinals, and they have a better coach, too. I mean, <laughs> they do. It's plain and simple. They have a better coach. Uh, it should be very interesting there. So the Golden Boy, the other Cleveland Brown quarterback that a lot of people were excited about, seventh overall pick a few years back. Excuse me, not seventh overall pick, but <laughs> that was Adrian Peterson that year. Um, Brady Quinn, <laughs> that was kind of funny. He's going to the Broncos. How about that? Brady Quinn is going to the Broncos. So we'll see how that works out. The trade was... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the trade was for fullback Peyton Hillis, a 2011 sixth-round draft pick, and a conditional pick in 2012. Ooh, 2012. The utopia for the new world order. Watch out, ladies and gentlemen. And no, I'm not kidding about that. So let's just move on. And uh, the Browns... Sign Jake DeLong to a two-year contract. Huh? The the Browns signed Jake DeLong to a two-year deal. They already gave up on Brady Quinn. And they got a fullback in return. Holy crap, Batman! And a, a six-round pick and a conditional 2012 pick. Inside Jake DeLong. Um, it's just, like, what were they thinking? That's, uh, okay. That's... Interesting. I'm just, uh, I don't really get what they're doing over there in Cleveland. I really don't. Brady Quinn wasn't great, but um, Jake DeLome. Yeah, I'm a little speechless on that move. I'm glad I'm not a Browns fan. I'm thrilled I'm not a Browns fan, folks. I mean, I'm I'm very, very Timberwolves-like type move right there. Uh, Just, mm, I had to get that shot in, by the way. Ah, that's just weird. That's weird. But, yeah, now uh, let's continue this. 49ers. That's right, the San Francisco 49ers. You know the team that used to have really big-time stud quarterbacks? Well, they had two of them, of course. 
Joe Montana, the bigger of the two, and Steve Young. And then the third one, uh, Jeff Garcia, was pretty good for a little while there with uh, T.O. Terrell Owens. Well, it's come to this, folks. They uh, traded Sean Hill. They traded Sean Hill for a 2011 draft pick. doesn't even say how high of a pick. Yeah, Sean Hill, remember the third string quarterback of the Vikings, played, uh, well, he did what he could against the Vikings last year, despite the fact San Francisco had a nice game defensively. I mean a really nice game defensively in the Dome last year before they eventually just totally faded away the second half of the season did the 49ers. A lot of us thought they were going to make the playoffs. They trade him to the Detroit Lions, oh goody, for a 2011 draft pick. And so which which draft pick is that? That's That's where it gets kind of funky right there. And they signed David Carr. All right, there you go, two-year deal. For David Carr. I'm so pumped up, Joey! Absolutely awesome. Good, good, uh, exciting news. I'm sure the 49ers are nailing the ticket box right now. The 49ers faithful in San Francisco where they bleed red, just like everybody else, literally. But, uh, yeah, they wear red, lots of red on Sundays. Okay, we'll move on from that kind of goofy talk. Mm, very exciting stuff by the 49ers and Cleveland Browns. That is, uh, Pretty cool stuff. Yet, you know what? It's still, it's still right now, I would have to say, exceeds the interest level of the Vikings offseason to this point. Yeah, we tried to get Ladanian Tomlinson, but he's going to the Jets. We took him to Manny's Steakhouse, and he buys roast chicken. Hmm. Okay. Um, hey, not a bad choice. I'm sure it tastes great, but it says Manny's Steakhouse, not Manny's, uh, wood roasted chicken or anything so that's another interesting one right there <laughs> yeah, this is just getting weird this offseason is getting weird uh ray edwards is talking to the philadelphia eagles i'm just uh it doesn't get any better folks and of course artist hicks i didn't even actually mention it i mentioned it at the intro and last show you artist hicks went to the washington redskins a little less depth for the offensive line of course and i'm going to say this now vikings really need to get some uh they really need to get at least one to one or two offensive linemen in the draft. Hopefully, they can sign somebody who's halfway decent here. I'm at this point, you know, and we might be looking at June for that. That's pretty much what kind of move an artist Hicks was in the past as well. You know, you, you kind of pick him up late. That's my, I, I still remember that when Brad Childress came here, plucked artist Hicks from the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles were kind of there was a money issue there. Of course, there's money issue going on here. That's why we lost Hester Taylor and. Uh, Chester Taylor is apparently more about the money than playing. And no, that's not a shot that I'm taking on Chester Taylor. And unfortunately, I, it's a known fact, I guess, according to multiple sources in the Minneapolis media here, unfortunately. So that's not just me trying to take a shot at Chester Taylor for leaving. It's, it's a fact. So hate to say that. So let's move on here. I'm bouncing around, and that's just the way it goes. Ray Edward. The... Ray Edwards, anyway, excuse me. <laughs> and, of course, Ray Edwards is a restricted free agent. They tendered him at a first-round level $2.5 million. And, of course, if he receives a, an offer, so, like, signs an offer sheet just like in basketball, the Vikings would have seven days to match it. And if they don't, the Vikings would receive a first-round draft pick. So that's the good part. At least we'd get a draft pick out of it, but I'm sure it would be fairly low because it would be from the Eagles. And I kind of think the Eagles are going to be pretty good this year, unfortunately. 
Uh, the New Orleans Saints also are interested in Ray Edwards. This, according to Rick Alonzo of the Pioneer Press. So now we're going to talk more about uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. It's just it's pretty much the final topic of the day. That's about it right now. Is it's getting pretty quiet. I'll chime in a tiny bit on uh, Brian Westbrook at the end here. He went to the uh, New York Giant Jets. Uh, New York Jets. Imagine that. That I that I do that. Went to the New York Jets, uh, and I can understand why. Unfortunately, as frustrated as I am, and as uh, it's disappointing because that would be my two favorite running backs since 2001, Ladanian Tomlinson. I just called him Ladanian, you know, and I always tried to get him in the fantasy teams well well before he had that 28 touchdown season, by the way, and I was able to get him number three overall that year. Wink, wink to all the out there. I mean, hey, I was infatuated with Ladanian Tomlinson since he got to the NFL, and uh, he didn't disappoint me at all. I've been infatuated with uh, Anquin Bolden. A lot of you have known, a lot of you that know me and have heard me on the airwaves. Yeah, I've been infatuated with him as well for many years, and he didn't let me down. He took a little longer to kind of achieve his greatness, but he eventually did. But, you know, um, sometimes I'm wrong, sometimes I'm right. Uh, LT, of course, hit that 30 year old wall, unfortunately, this past year, but he still managed to get 12 touchdowns, 700 plus yards as balls. As, uh, Yards per carry, that sounded funny. Yards per carry, 3.3 past year. Not the most exciting numbers, but i got to think of Minnesota and with so many weapons, things that open up a little bit. Not that San Diego didn't have many weapons, but uh, no. Now we're going to get to the point here. The New York Jets and the Minnesota Vikings were obviously the two teams that were the finalists. It was the Ladanian Bowl, basically, between the Vikings and the Jets. You have the probability, I'm going to say that, probability of Brett Favre coming back. You have Adrian Peterson to play behind and to, to help and to help nurture. Uh, and we're not going to have that now. That really sucks big time because Chester Taylor actually did not nurture Adrian Peterson much. That's what the talk is again. He was more interested in just, you know, being a starter or getting playing time than helping out a fellow uh, position player. The Danian Tomlinson is more the type that does help fellow position players, a la Chris Paul, New Orleans Hornets with <laughs> Darren Collison. <laughs> Notice how that turned out. Whew. But um, New York Jets also have the have, have a window to win a championship as well. As you remember what they did last year, they have that nice, talented young defense. They have a solid young quarterback. They have an excellent, excellent young running back as well in New York. And really, this is what a lot of us believe this came to. It came to the window, the window of opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Right now, the Vikings window is at probably one year, most likely one year. If Favre does come back, it's one, it's that, this is, I got to say, I mean, and with Favre, you never know, but I got to say 75, 80% chance this is his final year if he comes back. I mean, it's got to be almost definitely even if he does come back, or, you know, that's if he actually does. He still has to, and I still think he will. Uh, New York Jets have a window of opportunity that is a lot larger. So even if the Jets do not win the Super Bowl this year, there's still a good chance they could win it next year, or at least get there, or compete for it. You know, the Vikings, who knows what they're going to be two years from now. Who knows? Maybe we'll get Colt McCoy or Tim Tebow, and they'll blow up. Maybe they'll blow up. Or at least they ought to learn a lot from Brett Favre, and they'll be a nice... Young player like Sanchez was for 
the New York Jets. Probably not immediately like Sanchez, but you get the idea. A nice, solid quarterback. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. But it really it, it came to that, and of course the the appeal of New York City, and and of course more playing time for Ladainian Tomlinson. I mean, playing behind Adrian Peterson is, it doesn't mean much playing time. In New York, he's going to get a little more playing time because it's not as much of a guarantee with Sean Green. He's excellent, but Tomlinson is going to get a little bit bigger workload over there in New York. It, that's just a known fact. And uh, unfortunately, I guess that's a teeny tiny bit of Chester Taylor there in terms of the uh, the playing time part. But uh, the championship window, I guess I can't blame him, though. Man, oh man, oh man, this that would have been like a dream team if Ladanian Tomlinson indeed worked out. Okay, now before I forget, and I'm good at doing that, <laughs> I better get to that Facebook uh, board right now. But I'm going to take a break first so I can get there. So we'll be right back after this. We are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 61, which is a reminder for iPod, Microsoft Zoom, and other MP3 player users. Thank you again for joining. Real quick, speaking about that whole MP3 thing, I've heard, I've heard a trend lately. I've noticed a trend lately that people say they don't want to, they don't have time to sit in front of a computer to listen to my show or, you know, podcasts, not necessarily my show, but podcasts in general. Uh... There are multiple solutions for that. Now, I understand some of you may choose to sit in front of the computer, and, uh, hey, that's fine. Sometimes the speakers are nice that way, and you can still do other things while it's playing. That's one thing I can say, like whatever it is. I'll just use that's up to you. Of course, there's always the iPod, <laughs> the iPod way. Just uh, download it onto iTunes. It's on iTunes, and put it on your upload it onto your iPod. And then there's the other way, if you don't want to spend the money, the coin for an iPod, because they can be anywhere from 63 bucks to 300 going from the shuffle to the top uh, level ones, the really expensive ones, <laughs> with the most data and all that stuff, you get the idea. Uh, there are always cheap MP3 players as well, and there's the big giant bar on the sportstuff.com where it says download right under my show or whatever show you're going to do, right under the particular show. Just click that, you'll get the MP3 file. And if you have a cheap little MP3 player that you could get for 20 30 bucks nowadays, plug it into your USB and slide the file over into there. Uh, it's that simple. So there's multiple solutions, multiple ways you can listen to the show. Um, so the, I, I just felt I had to get that out there because I get kind of tired of hearing the cop-out of people don't like to sit in front of the computer. Uh, that's That's like the least... <laughs> that's probably the least way of doing it. You can download it right off the website. So... <laughs> it's a lot simpler than some people are making it. No offense to anybody, just thought I had to get that out there. It just uh, that's it simplifies things there. So let's get to the Facebook page. Yeah, the new Facebook group, Purple Mafia, the Purple Mafia group on Facebook, Purple Mafia Dash Minnesota Vikings show. So type in that, I guess, to look it up. Please do join. Cedric Paulding comments: Where do the Vikings go in the draft? Now, yeah, I mean, uh, I mentioned a couple times. I appreciate you listening, Cedric. I noticed you have another comment. I'm going to read that in a second here. That's quarterback-related. Um, I think they go one of two directions in the first round. Uh, in the first two rounds, though, I would encourage them to go both of these directions. 
quarterback and cornerback, or even safety. Uh, cornerback and defensive back. There we go. That'll generalize that a little bit better. Uh, Colt McCoy or Tim Tebow is available with that first round pick at number thirty. I gotta do it. I gotta. I mean, I I gotta do it unless there's a can't miss uh, defensive back there. You gotta get one of those two. I absolutely have to do that. Uh, it would be really cool to have a quarterback to develop behind Brett Favre here this year and possibly compete for the starting job two years from now. So there you go. Compete with uh, whoever's still here. Probably Sage will still be here. Tavares Jackson is a restricted free agent right now. We'll see how that goes. Um, not really sure. Not really sure how that's going to go. We'll we'll find out. There hasn't really been much conversation about old Tavares anymore lately. There really hasn't. So now, Cedric Pauling's continued comment is, would McNabb be the logical replacement if Brett retired, or would the Vikings be content with Tavares Jackson? Thank you. And I thank you, Cedric, because that adds to the show very much. And uh, I think Donovan McNabb would absolutely be a nice replacement. A lot of people don't agree with that, and a lot of people do agree with that. (laughs) It's just, it's part of a debate. Yes, I would like... Donovan McNabb, <laughs> if Brett Favre were to retire, he would be a fantastic uh, quick fix, and it would make the window a little bigger. It'd make the window two to three years bigger, really, or uh, I would have to say, for competing for that Super Bowl championship. Because Donovan McNabb has been to the Super Bowl, and he's been to multiple conference final games. Unfortunately, he's only won one of the conference final games, and only, and he's been close, but close, close, but oh so far against the New England Patriots back in 04. Um, yeah, I like McNabb an awful lot. We know Coach Childress does, and we also know the Philadelphia Eagles' upper management is done with Donovan McNabb. And Andy Reid is defending Donovan and doesn't want to get rid of him, though who knows if that's just posturing, uh, just to make Andy Reid look better so he doesn't destroy a potential relationship between him and Donovan over the years. They've been together for quite a while, since 99. I'm telling you folks, I've been impressed with Donovan McNabb since he threw his first pass against the Vikings in the preseason in 1999. I was like, I really like this guy. He's pretty good. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, this guy's going to make it in the NFL. Uh, and no, I'm not trying to say I'm a genius here. I'm just saying I've been impressed with the guy since I saw him throw his first pass. I I like Donovan McNabb. So the idea of, of bringing him here to stay in the West Coast offense, to play for his former offensive coordinator who didn't call the plays. Don't, don't tell anybody, right? That's a big secret, isn't it? Uh, but who does call the plays now? Well, him and, uh, him and, <laughs> and of course, being Daryl Bevel, who is uh, obviously well associated with Brett Favre and helped bring him here, that being from this Packer era with the West Coast offense, and of course, Donovan McNabb, West Coast offense, yeah, good, I think it'd be a good match, and I'd, I'd take him, I've always liked Donovan, and uh, I'd always like Donovan, yes, hey, Donovan, okay, enough, um, that would be nice to have him here. So good thoughts, Cedric Paulding. Appreciate it very much. Continue to post on here. Be a, be a part of the show. Dylan Richardson chimes in. His comment is, now of course, Dylan Richardson, executive producer of the sportstuff.com and host of NFL East to West. I just might join that show this week, or Dylan Richardson will be joining mine, or actually both. We've been in comments about that. We've been in discussions about that. So, yeah. Do expect Paladino Live, Purple Mafia, <laughs> I used to call it Paladino Live, Purple Mafia to be joined by Dylan Richardson in the not-too-distant future to talk some free agency and some draft. Would be really cool stuff, some off-season. 
Uh-huh. So his comment is, I don't think Jackson will start. Good old Rosenfels will probably be the starter, unless something happens via free agency. Remember last year they brought Sage in to more than likely be the starter. Yeah, I I agree. It's just at the same time, yeah, I mean, he, they, he was brought in to be the starter, or at least compete for the starting job. That's what they wanted to always say, because there's a lot of politics in this sport and in lots of other sports, especially the starting quarterback position, when there's uh, no guarantee on who's going to start. There's just no guarantee. Uh, Jackson badly outplayed Sage Rosenfels, and which is really an indictment on Sage. And I mean big. The old helicopter Sage Rosenfels, by the way. YouTube, just type in Sage Helicopter, and you'll find out what I'm talking about. One of the worst plays in NFL history against the Indianapolis Colts in the 2008 season. Not a, again, another indictment on old Sage. Uh, Sage Rosenfels, to me, looked awfully soft. Awfully soft from what I saw out of him in the, you know, in limited time last year. Very limited time in the preseason and such. Just looks like a soft player. He just does. Tavares Jackson looked more like a go-getter than Sage Rosenfels, which, again, is pathetic to say because Tavares Jackson's go-get-him ability was you got uh, Sidney Rice open, you got uh, Vasante Shingo open 20 yards downfield, raising his hand, so he throws a one-yard pass to Nefahu Tahi on a third and nine. Very, uh, very astute stuff right there. This, this, this doesn't make any sense. But, um, yeah, he badly outplayed Sage Rosenfels last year in the preseason. That's uh, That tells you something right there. Uh, no guarantee uh, Tavares is going to come back. It's, but at the same time, uh, I hope the whole Sage-Tavares conversation is over for good. I really do about starting anyway at this particular time. Wouldn't be surprised if Sage does earn a starting job maybe for one year or something at some point, maybe, depending on how things go. But i got to think the draft or possibly a Donovan McNabb type of deal could come up here at some point if Brett Favre does retire. So we're just going to have to wait and see how things go there. So good luck again to call into the phone lines to the show, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. Those are the voice lines for the sportsstuff.com. So please do mention you're calling in for Purple Mafia. Again, do your shout-out. <laughs> Leave your name in town, like Anthony from L.A. That's exactly how it works. Joey from Golden Valley, that's me. Uh, like they called me on uh, Wolves Live the other day when I texted into that show. That was pretty cool. Um, Halftime, of course, for the Timberwolves. Uh, so, yeah, please do that. It would be nice. It adds to the show. Also, do comment and join. Do join the Facebook group Purple Mafia. The Purple Mafia Facebook group. Just type in Purple Mafia Minnesota Vikings. That's most likely where you'll find it. Simply join it and type on the wall. There's your comment. You'll get it'll get read on there, and you'll be a part of things. I'll probably even discuss with you on there as well, like I did. I just did not read what I said because I said it on air instead. <laughs> I mean, I basically said exactly what I'm going to. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Do join that group. I'd like to get as many on there as possible. Just adds to the show. It, it it just does. It makes it more fun. Makes it more interesting. It's not just me talking. When I know you guys are out there, but it feels like I'm talking. You know to invisible people i'd rather you know at least see words on a screen if not hear a voice that'd be pretty cool if not both um would be awesome also would like you to please join the message boards on the sportsstuff.com how about that the sportsstuff.com there's a button in the upper right hand corner in the upper <laughs> there's a button in the upper right hand corner that says tss boards <laughs> click on that then simply click register and join very simple post in that nfl section it gets uh, pretty cool in there lots of knowledgeable people 
talk about the Minnesota Vikings with Dylan, with Mavs fan, Jim's Towers, Jim Towers, all of the cool guys on there, so many more that I don't have time to mention. I uh, would love you to please join and meet us. I'm Paladino Joey on there, and I'm your host of your show right now. Of course, do join the message boards. would be appreciated very much. So we're going to continue to monitor the free agency. We'll be back next Monday. And remember, if you're going to call in, probably call in by Saturday at the latest. Again, please do that. That is another shout-out. To those of you out there that would like to call in, because I know you're out there, please do that. And again, the group, enjoy it. Follow the Twitter, twitter.com forward slash purple mafia show. All one word, of course. So thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week. Hopefully we got some good news to talk about and not more players leaving. Uh, so we'll be back next next week with better news, we hope. Take care.